Hi, this is Tom Field. I'm talking with Dr. Peter Tibbet, the Vice President of Technology and Innovation with Verizon Business. Peter, thanks so much for joining me today. Well, thanks for being here. Would you tell me a little bit about yourself and your work to set some context for the discussion we're going to have today? Sure. Well, you know, I'm, uh, I started in the security world a few years ago in the virus, uh, antivirus space and then started NCSA, which became ICSA, which became TrueSecure, which bought a bunch of companies in Europe and Asia, and we called ourselves CyberTrust. And uh, 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 in 2007, uh, we merged with Verizon Business and became the security services group and took the people in Verizon Business in security. And now we're the biggest, Verizon is the biggest security services company, both professional and managed services uh, in the world. Now, I'd like to talk with you about your new data breach investigations report. We're here at the RSA conference, and I get to tell you that this report has just been a You've had good marketing for this. People have been talking this up throughout the event, and I heard a quote from a prosecutor of the Department of Justice the other day saying that you're right on. Yeah. Give us some highlights of this report you've done. Well, the, the report is different than most things we read in security because this is the actual uh, data from our investigations of over 600 cases of computer crime that were the worst cases in the world. The 90% uh, of whatever made it to the major media are cases that we did the investigation of. Right, uh, A third of all cases that have ever been published are cases that we did the investigation of. So these are the ones where the company was attacked, the attack was successful, and the data was breached, not the laptop was lost and nobody knows whether it was a problem or not. So so this is the airline accidents where everybody died, right? And if you and so this is the if you're trying to stay off the front page of the paper or keep from losing millions of dollars this is the kind of this is a description of how those attacks happen, and the, the, the quick short story for the f uh, bank and financial uh, industry is uh, this year we've had an increase in organized crime, and they were entirely focused at the financial sector, not you know very focused, uh, and those guys did use some sophisticated tools, and we saw uh, you know a, an increase in sophisticated tool use. But the good news is that in all of those cases, they got in through some easy way. They got in somewhere on a, on a non-sensitive, non-critical device that was where the password was password, or where it wasn't patched two years ago, or where it was a little SQL injection attack, or something easy. Uh, uh, the easy things dominate by far. Uh, so easy, e easy entry points is very common. If you're a targeted organization, which only a few were in our cases, uh, then, uh, then uh, the bad guys still get in through something easy. Lots of uh, story here about, uh, you know, we all worry about malcode. Only a third of our cases had malicious code used. Um, but we tend to think of malcode as malcode that the user picks up by doing their normal behavior. Almost none of that was malcode in our cases. In our cases, the malcode was used after the bad guy got in. They got in through some uh, low-level thing that nobody was paying attention to, and then they, they, there was no good data there. So then they put a sniffer uh, in, or they put a scanner in, or they put a backdoor so they could get back, those kinds of malcode. So a third of cases had malcode, and uh, only a quarter of those third was the malcode sophisticated, but virtually all of it was after they were already in, not as a way to get in. It's completely the opposite of the way we think. Right? <laughs> uh, the vast majority of attacks, vast, 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 99.9% .9 of all data that was lost was lost from servers. Right? That's 0.01% have anything to do with desktops 
or PCs or PDAs or USB sticks or anything like that. Imagine our security budget, how much we put on PC and end-user security and how much we put on server-based security. If you were balancing the dollars according to the way the losses actually works, you'd move dramatic funding away from PC and desktop and toward... Now, I'm not saying you should. What I'm saying is it's probably better to put energy where you already have control, in the space where servers are and network appliances and, and things like that. Uh, so those are, those are big, uh, big chunks of the findings. Uh, the, the, the other biggest finding for me is that it, it, it turns out to be these unknown, unknown devices. So I'll give you a little story. We, let's say a bank discovers fraud on some client system through the normal bank fraud detection mechanism. Say so the meter went up a little high. So they call the client, uh, the bank customer, and say, uh, you know, it looks like you're having fraud coming from there. Why don't you call those Verizon guys in? So we show up the next day. We bring donuts and coffee and say we're here to help. And we say, uh, credit card fraud, huh? Yeah, where, where would that be? And they, they say machines A, B, C, D over there. So we go stick in a sniffer among machines A, B, C, D, and we see that the traffic's flying around, but 1% of the traffic's going somewhere else, and it's machines PQLR. And we say, where's that? They say, that's well, two buildings over. It's not critical. They're not sensitive. It's not important. It's just nothing. Don't worry about it. We say, well, can we go look anyway? And we go over there, and uh, that's where the attack happened. On a third of all of our cases, two-thirds of all the data loss, the company knew they had the data, they knew to protect it, and they did protect it. But it also existed on other servers, not desktops, laptops, email, blah, 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 but servers somewhere else. That's a third of all cases and two-thirds of all data loss. We call that the unknown data problem. The unknown connection problem, or networks, over a quarter cases, we go in and say, what's this connection to Malaysia? And they say, what do you mean? Well, this wire right here goes straight to Malaysia. What is it? That's where the attack came from. 25% of cases, they didn't know they had a connection. Or it was, we fired those guys three years ago. Right? That's a very common thing. Another, uh, about a third of all attacks come through and by partner connections. Right? Do, do the companies, banks and whatnot, worry about a third of their worry on partner connections? Well, that's, yeah, I, I don't think you should make it a third of your budget, but it certainly ought to be more than a half a percent mm-hmm. right, of your security spending and compliance spending. Partners are a big deal. It's grown four or five fold in the last five years as a vector for attack. Uh, we do worry about application attacks, and it's about a quarter of all attacks use an application vector. So it's important. It's real. The uh, applications that get attacked are not the critical ones. They're some other little one that nobody's paying attention to. And and, uh, so it turns out that we're far stronger in larger companies doing a test of all applications instead of a deep test of some, right? But we tend to to put things in order. This is most critical and so on. And we really work hard on the critical ones, and we kind of work less and less on the other. So these are all behavior changes that we can make do a lightweight test of everything on the application level you know do the internet facing first everything do the partner facing next everything and then do the inside applications next all of them but just do the basics right and you'll get rid of about uh, you know a quarter or a third of all vectors that cause attacks but but there's something that's actually a bigger vector than applications and that is remote admin type things like PC anywhere and VNC and SSH that's slightly more likely to be a vector than applications are do we spend even close to the amount of energy worrying about those so these are little stories that the Verizon Data Breach Report is full of them and they all give you the, the straight up on, on where to spend the next dollar and 
probably more important in these tight economic times, where to not spend the next dollar. Now, one of the interesting things I've heard secondhand about this report is that you talk about where a lot of these attacks are coming from. And we've got people putting a lot of energies, particularly in financial services, on the insider threat. Right. I'm told that what you find sort of dispels some of that myth. Yeah, we've to- we all learn that the inside uh, threat is 80% of all giant attacks is insiders. Turns out 75% in our data is outsiders. And 30 or 40% are partner-type outsiders, those we give permission to use our system. Only 20% have anything to do with insiders. Half of those were duped by the outsider. And so only uh, in the vicinity of 10% are true insider attacks. So it's not a very common mechanism. And again, this is the biggest attacks. These are the big ones. Now, we also serve federal government. What do you find distinguishes government agencies from financial institutions and others that we've talked about? Well, of course, certain government agencies are targeted, uh, you know, the military and and, uh, whatnot. Uh, You know, people worry about China more than that, just inordinately. In our data, China is certainly a player, but Russia and the United States are far bigger players, two times bigger in each case than the data attacks coming from China. So we think it's misplaced to worry about China in in, beyond our worries about other Americans or or other uh, Europeans. Um, uh, But, you know, basically the basics work. Simple, simple, simple. The basics work. They work for government. They work for industry. They work for finance. They work for everybody. How should people read your report? What should they be looking for? In there? You know, I think people should look for prag- practical things. I'm a pragmatic kind of a guy. Verizon puts all of our energy around taking data that we can get from our, you know, we run the biggest computer crime investigation group. We run the biggest computer security uh, consulting group. We run the biggest managed security services group. You know, we've got giant groups that can do application management and hosting and all those things. Of course, we run networks for people. We have 4,000 companies whose networks we manage. But our whole deal is why don't we get data from all of that resource? We've got a huge amount of data. Our customers' data repurposes so that our services can be more accurate, more strong, more fluid. But really what we want to do and what everybody ought to do is figure out the practical thing that makes the most sense to do next. And all we've really done is institutionalize that in our process. Just take the data, convert it to real science, and go for the most practical thing next. And do that for our customers as well. What are the things that business and government security leaders ought to be looking out for in the coming months? You know, although the information security space changes and is changing, in the most recent year we've had a pretty big uptick in organized crime and the use of focused sorts of tools, uh, you know, the, the main we're just going to continue that, that trend. In the financial space, the, uh, the, the stuff on the surface on the front page of your credit card has just lost its value. The numbers on the front... You know, the price has gone down more than tenfold in the black market in the last couple of years. So the bad guys want to have that extra data, the pins or the uh, card not present numbers or your Social Security number or other things that could match with it because in their marketplace it's not worth anything. So they're after the, the mother load where that data all exists. It doesn't have to be the back of the card or the pin. It's got to be something that helps them add value to the, to the front of the card where it is credit card data other transaction data. Do you think that processors will continue to be a big target then? Processors are going to be a target because that's where, you know, Willie Horton, I mean, it's where the money is, right, for the for the online stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so will banks, so will merchants that uh, are intermediaries. You know, the, the, you know that's, that's what our banks have known forever how to 
you know, there's always been a game. People want to get at what banks have. Mm -hmm. Now, have you had the opportunity to get a sense of where the defenses are strongest when you look across the, the public and private sectors? Who's doing well? Antivirus works well. The trouble we make is we try and make it work better. It's already taken 10 to the third of the problem away, right? <laughs> Reduce our risk a thousandfold. Okay, well, let's make it 10,000fold. That's a mistake, right? Firewalls work well. Our, again, our mistake is trying to make them work better. They do what they do. We're already in diminishing returns for making them work as well as they're going to. Uh, intrusion detection, uh, you know, isn't anywhere near where it needs to be. Uh, uh, the, uh, it, it, it could theoretically work about log review could theoretically catch 82% of cases in our studies of all cases even the non-hacking ones but it actually catches 6 or 7% so we wind up with just a very disproportionate use of the technologies of log and, and IDS uh, in our own business Verizon business intrusion detection signature-based things only could possibly work for 18 or 20 percent of cases where the log stuff is much stronger like application log we've driven most of our customers a little over half to do log work with us because it's so much stronger if you could offer just a single piece of advice to, to business security executives that are that are reading your report and want to take action what would that advice be do the basics first and then get on to the hard stuff Peter, it's been a pleasure to listen to you today. Thank you so much for your time and for your insights. Great. Thank you.